Welcome to Love After Lullabies, the podcast where we discuss the joys and challenges of parenting, preserving relationship intimacy, and rekindling romance after baby arrives. I am Miranda, a licensed professional counselor in the state of Oregon who specializes in working with couples to help preserve relationship satisfaction after becoming parents. I am joined by my wonderful co-host and husband, Aaron. Hey We've been together for over two decades, and we've experienced our own relationship morph over the years. Get ready to hear real conversations with couples who share how they've experienced parenthood while keeping that flame alive. We will also share communication and intimacy tools for you to utilize in your own relationship. Keep your chin up. Look at those stars. <laughs> but, wait, I got a better one. Make sure those chairs stop squeaking. <laughs> Okay, well, this episode is, for me, the most vulnerable because some hiccups along the way that occurred for me and um, I shared that as we talked and things, new things kind of bubbled up and connections were made. So it's almost like a little mini therapy session, I would say, in a way. And also Nicole talks a lot about living in systemically heterosexual society and the impacts that played on her as a non-birthing parent. So this is a pretty deep episode. Yeah, it's pretty eye-opening. It's a short episode, but it packs a lot. This is actually a really good example of the reasons why we went to therapy in the beginning of it. So we can work through details like this. And I still feel like we weren't 100% prepared when it came. Sure. And we knew that we weren't going to be 100% prepared. I think that was the key for us of like, there are going to be things that are going to pop up and we have to be able to juggle that of what it looks like. And I think this also showcases another reason why we're putting the story out there. Like there's so many moments where we're like, oh yeah, this is why we're doing this. And for me, this episode is like my little, my little baby. Yeah. (laughs) It's, I love it so much. There's so much... As I was editing this, I, I texted the four of us and I was like, God damn, I love our vulnerability. This is so good. <laughs> it is good. And I, it, I can't remember who quoted it. But you've, you've told me about this quote before about like, you know, what is it? Building yourself up so that when you have to take the fall, you're prepared. Do you know what quote I'm talking about? Uh, I don't. Like there's like, yeah. But if I'm I not, said I'm not it, it, then... I must be a smart lady. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it wasn't your quote. You were quoting it. (laughs) Anyways, I love this episode. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. Everything overall, I would say, ran really smooth. Really good, like, communication between all four of us and then the two between Aaron and I. Um... But the hardest piece that was so unexpected, because we we did talk about there are going to be things that we can't plan for or that we don't know how we're going to respond to it. And seeing your maternity pictures, although freaking gorgeous, (laughs) was one of those things. I don't know if it's better to explain what happened. I guess so. So I was on Facebook. Okay. And your photographer tagged you in the picture. So Um. it popped up. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then I just spiraled a little bit of, like, 
I, I went into like, that's my husband's baby. Like it just was, it was a huge mind fuck, you know, for me at that, at that moment. However, like if I hadn't seen those pictures and I was over at your house and you would have said, I have my maternity pictures. Do you want to see them? I would have been like, yes. Mm. <laughs> and I just wouldn't have known how that would have landed for me until it happened. Yeah. And so I spiraled out a bit and then I came to you outside in the backyard and talked to you about it. And there was a huge, I don't even remember our conversation. It was like a, it was a miscommunication, but it resulted in a thing of essentially it was like, you're not going to understand my experience with that. You have no idea what that's going to be like for me. And I'm not going to under, understand it. We, he couldn't empathize mm. with, with me in that moment. It's something we had talked about beforehand that, there may be situations we come across that at some point we wouldn't be able to be each other's support. But I don't think anything like major had happened up until that point to like define what that meant. And I think that was the the moment where it was like, like I I could understand the perspective, but I, I just couldn't empathize with it. Like I couldn't I couldn't be the person that she could vent to or that she could like unload on because I had my own process of like mm -hmm. looking at those pictures and I remember thinking like that's not fair like that's not fair I want to be able to like because who else is really going to understand but then I also understood like what that meant you know it's like you are going through your own thing and there was a part of me that was like well I want to be a part of that too I want to know what you're going through but we wanted to both understand each other's process but we couldn't fully get there but now I want to add now, like if I were to see pictures, I don't have that experience anymore. It was just something that I needed to fizzle out and work through. I know you have beautiful pictures <laughs> and I don't want you thinking like, oh, this is really hard for Miranda to see because it's not. That's, that's interesting right. that that just hit you and you didn't expect it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. There was some hesitancy about doing this podcast because it's, it's super vulnerable. But I think the reason we want to do this is because I think there are so many hiccups. Maternity photos, right? There's no way to gauge that. But we don't see families like this on TV. Mm -hmm. We don't have friends that... You, not. I think women need to speak more probably about... And I think people are starting to speak more about pregnancy and what people mothers go through instead of like hiding behind a shield. But there's no roadmap for any of what we're going through. And I right. think a good marriage to me is looking at my parents, right? And, and good parenting is through the eyes of... So many heterosexual couples. Yes, there's gay couples, and you see them with their kids and all that. You don't see people working through how to make those families. Mm -hmm. So there's just no... There's like I, I think I said this earlier, there's no role models to look up to right now or people to relate to. Someone now could come to you and say, Miranda, like, what are, what are some things that might come up that right. I have no idea about? And you'd be like, wow, maternity <laughs> photos. And another aspect of that that is also coming together, too, is that I don't have maternity pictures like that oh. I don't have anything that beautiful and I remember you saying I booked this for Krista right you like booked it for her or there you was something that it, it, was, it was our and it was our wedding photographer because we loved right. our wedding photographer so right. much so we're like how cool to have our wedding photographer do this yeah yeah so there was a little piece of me that had like some anger towards Aaron of like I don't have these pictures I, we have t I have two children with you. I don't hmm. have these pictures. So irrational, right? But still, like, the, that's what was, like, bubbling up for me in mm. that moment. 
Makes this sense. is right. awesome. This is like some connections I'm currently <laughs> making right in the moment, you guys. Yeah. Right. And this is, again, <laughs> another example why we didn't have the time or the emotional energy to tell our parents or our friends mm-hmm. about it. This is the stuff that we're dealing with, right? And, you, I mean, you guys have that a whole other thing that you're dealing with. Something else Marina and I talked about once we knew baby was coming was, like, what happens if they get a divorce? Like, what happens if they split up? Like what, you know, you get those thoughts running through your mind, like, well, we, we helped create this thing. And, but then what? Like, that was a question in the email. It was one of the questions, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But then it was like, and now it's like real, real, mm-hmm. like you're pregnant. And then it's like, where does the responsibility lie? And then it, again, it, it came back to us of like, well, the responsibility lies in any other loving marriage that ends, unfortunately, in divorce, that they still both super love this kid and they move on, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the conditioning that this isn't the normal family profile mm-hmm. that we've ever seen. So mm-hmm. it's, in a way, it's not sad that we even have that thought because we never would have that thought with any other heterosexual couple that had a baby, right? No, maybe. Like, I, I would mean, never, I would never have like looked at, uh, you know, a like heterosexual. Like if, if you were a donor for a heterosexual couple, you wouldn't no, have just, that thought? No, or? just, no, any couple having oh. a baby, period. Like mm-hmm. if whenever someone says, hey, I'm pregnant, we're having a baby. The last thing you think about is well, what happens if you get a divorce? Mm-hmm. Who's going to take care of the kid? That's mm-hmm. a terrible thought to have. And I guess it was just a thought that came up. It's like, you know, yes, we're not going to be, we're going to give up our right, parental rights mm-hmm. to this baby and it will be their child. But there's still that, and like, well, but it still comes from me. Like, yeah. Right? Like, there's still, like, that piece of it. It's, we absolutely thought about the worst, like, what ifs. Mm-hmm. I even remember we were, like, what if they change their mind? What if they, like, mm-hmm. fight for rights for our baby? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that yeah. point, we're like, well, they're really cool people. <laughs> right. <laughs> They'll do our job. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, you're like, we had that conversation. We're like, worst case scenario, if they come and fight, <laughs> and we have to have humor. And we're like, well, I guess they do a good job. They've done it okay with their other kids, so... <laughs> Worst case scenario, our daughter's taken from us and raised by them, yes. Oh, hardcore. (laughs) Anyways, but yeah, just moving beyond that societal view of what it looks like. We have to to be able to live with every worst case scenario. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. So you gave birth during COVID, <laughs> which was probably such a different experience than many of us who did not. It's not what we expected. No, no. <laughs> it must have been so stressful come March when knowing you're doing May. That was incredibly stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, I had a lot of work stress because I had thought I had it planned out as far as my leave. And then I think COVID changed things because um, I was supposed to go down to like part time and that was going to extend my leave. But then my boss didn't want that position to be cut. So they said like, no, you can't do that anymore. And that was just another layer oh, of stress. Wow. The policy yeah. in ours was maternal and paternal leave. So I had to have a whole battle oh, with, with that whole thing. Right. Um, right. Because I wasn't, the paternal leave wasn't as good as maternal leave, but the paternal leave was very, it was very male specific, right? It was mm-hmm. paternal. And I said, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to take maternal leave then. I'm like, well, no, you can't. It's paternal leave. I'm like, well, it's not written that way. So there was a lot, of, a lot of stuff about that. And then there was a special parental leave for adoptive parents. So I didn't fit anywhere in the policy. Oh, geez. Yeah. And yeah. thankfully, my workplace is fantastic. And they worked with me. But 
and I said, this policy at some point needs to change because there's nowhere for me to fit into my leave of, right. of the... It was, I think that's when we started realizing, like, the birth process is not set up for same-sex couples because I think... Well, there was something you, else. You experienced that a lot. There were, I think there were classes that we were taking, and there were there were some that were for fathers, and I was encouraging you to do that because I thought it would be more of, like, mm-hmm. that role as far as, like, oh, the supportive partner. And I remember you pushed back on that. You're like, no, that's not... I don't fit in that group. Mm. I felt there was no place anywhere for me. Um, but, it, but it is. It's, it's, it's how policies are written and all that. It does not... You, you're an outsider in, in so much of it. And a lot of that is defined by the state, too. Yeah. Because, yes, you have an amazing company you work for that was able to work with you on that. But as far as the state goes, they're the ones that are going to govern what the, the blanket policies are going to be. I am still the groom on our wedding certificate. I, it is not bride and bride. Really? It's bride and groom. Yeah, and I am listed as the groom. Just things like that. It, and yeah. it's, words matter, right? It's, it's, right. and that kind of stuff is, it's, uh, I don't know if you want to say as much as far as it's microaggressions or what it is. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't feel good it's, that, yeah. It's just a, another reminder that, that, right. One is not the same. Right. There's yeah. no equality there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you missed out on the experience of like, when we went into lockdown, you weren't showing. So you never got the experience of like, people like, oh. That was fun. <laughs> well, you, you kind of missed out a little bit of like not I mean, getting just... the world to see you as like a pregnant. Pre- you went in like mm. not looking pregnant, and then came out like it's a whole piece missed. Somewhat. Yeah. Thankfully, I had one baby shower, but we missed another big one that we're looking forward to. That's mm-hmm. right. And with COVID, it got really scary too. It's good for our relationship, though. In what ways? We got to spend so much time, just just the two of us. Like, we were with each other 24-7, so we knew that our life was going to change drastically when we had a child, that, like, we were not going to be the center. Someone else was going to be the center of our universe. For those months before she was born, we got to make each other, like, the center. Yeah. Yeah, we had wanted to do more. Like, we had gotten movie tickets. Like, we Mm -hmm. wanted to do that sort of thing. Um, But, yeah, just that time together was great. I remember a lot of... Like kind of lazy days, or like, we'll never be able to do this, mm-hmm. or, you know, not for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just appreciating those moments together. And next week, the story continues. Mm-hmm. There's still lots more. Such a sweet moment. A lot more to come. And that brings us to the end of today's podcast episode. We hope you enjoyed it. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Before we go, we want to take a minute to express our deep gratitude to all our incredible guests and listeners. Thank you for being a part of our podcast family and sharing your stories with us. You are truly the heartbeat of Love After Lullabies. If you found value in today's episode, please consider supporting us by subscribing to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. And if you're loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review. Your reviews are like love notes to our podcasting hearts. All of our guests are here voluntarily and not current or former clients of mine. If you'd like to be a guest, we'd love to have you. Reach out via email at loveafterlullabies at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram, handle loveafterlullabies. While you're there, go ahead and click that follow button so you can get all the latest updates and behind the scenes content. See you next time. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's some pretty ears. <laughs>